I wonder whether this looks familiar. I used to, and I still do love, getting ready for Christmas Day. And I used to put out my um, tray for Father Christmas. I would put out my mince pies ready for him when he came to give me my presents to give him a bit of sustenance, some milk for him to have a wee drink, and of course, not forgetting a carrot for Rudolph. And then I would lie in my bed and I would know that there was no way that Father Christmas was going to come until I had got to sleep. But getting to sleep when you're super excited is really difficult. I wonder whether you felt like that before. There's been something that you've been looking forward to for a while and it feels like it couldn't come soon enough. Well, nearly 800 years ago, the people of God needed hope. They had lost everything from their land to their homes and they were living in a foreign country without any hope. And then a prophet, someone who hears from God, Isaiah, comes and he shares this prophecy with them. And we heard it from Yoni earlier on. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son will be given and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I wonder how God's people felt having to wait nearly 800 years for this promised saviour to be born. The child who was promised was, you've probably guessed it, Jesus. He came to earth as a baby. He walked on this earth with men and women. He died and he came back to life. And he's alive today in heaven. And it's because of him that we can have a relationship with God. And so this morning, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be looking at those four names that were given to Jesus. We're going to be looking at what it looks like for us having God with us. So the first name we're going to be looking at is Wonderful Counselor. I'm an external processor. And if I want advice on anything, I will speak to pretty much anybody who will listen. I wonder whether you have that one person that you speak to. Maybe you send them a text or maybe you pick up the phone or maybe you arrange for a meetup or maybe it's a number of people. But if you're anything like me and you speak to more than one person, you'll discover that everybody's advice is different. And actually, at the end of the day, having spoken it through with all sorts of different people, we often don't know where we should turn. The word wonderful in this context isn't used like we would use it today, meaning pleasant or lovely, like hasn't it been wonderful weather this week? The word wonderful in this context means incomprehensible, too big or too difficult for us to understand. And counsellor in ancient Egypt was used to describe wise kings like Solomon, who can, we can read about in the Bible. So when we hear the word wonderful counsellor, we can think of an incomprehensible guidance giver. Someone who gives guidance in a way that we can't get our heads around, that we're awestruck by. Have you come today needing guidance? If we have a relationship with Jesus, then we have a wonderful guidance giver, 
an indescribable guidance giver. And you'll be amazed how he guides us. It might be through opportunities that open up. It might be through somebody else saying to you, I wonder whether God might be saying this to you. Or it might be that you just have a real sense and a knowing what's right and what's wrong. And if you need some guidance today, we would love to ask God to bring guidance to you, to give you clarity. The second name given to this child that was yet to be born was Mighty God. And the word might means possessing great and impressive power or strength. God is not only mighty in power, but he is a God of all power. And as I was preparing today, I was thinking about how Jesus, God with us, as we read about his life in the Bible, we see him showing great power, power over nature. The disciples at one point were out fishing, their nets were empty. And as they picked up their empty nets, Jesus said, put them on the other side. And as they put them on the other side, they lifted up nets absolutely full, power over nature. Power over sickness and disease. We see a lady who had been bleeding for years and as she touched Jesus' cloak, she was healed and the bleeding stopped. What about the blind man who could suddenly see or the lame man being able to walk? Power over sin. Jesus clearly told people that their sins, the things they had done wrong, had been forgiven. Power over death. Jesus raised people from the dead on numerous occasions, from Lazarus, his friend, to the ruler's daughter. Jesus himself beat, himself beat death when on the third day he rose again. His divine might was displayed. And maybe you need God with us, Jesus, to show power in your sickness today. Maybe you're watching and there's sickness in your life or in your family and you need the God of all power to come into that. Or maybe you know that you need forgiveness for something that you've done wrong. And maybe you need to know that you have been forgiven and therefore you can forgive yourself too. And then the third name that is given is Everlasting Father. And you'll notice that all of these names have two words. And Father in this word is the noun, it's the name given. And Everlasting is the adjective, the word used to describe the noun. His fatherhood will have no end. Many rulers in ancient times were considered to be the father of their country. And that was seen in the same way as a father then of the family, who would be a protector and a provider. King Jesus, who was born, was to protect and provide for the children of Israel, for you and for me. But Jesus' death and by Jesus' death and resurrection, he provided for us freedom from sin and for death, from death. And he also provides a way for us to have a relationship with God. And maybe today you need protection and provision from God in your life. We would love to pray for you too. I wondered actually, as I was preparing, whether somebody here who was watching was thinking, Father, for me, isn't a particularly pleasant word. I don't have or haven't ever had a good relationship with my father. And I felt like I needed to say to you today that God with us, 
Jesus is the perfect father, that he won't ever get it wrong, that he won't ever let you down, that he won't ever leave you or ever forsake you. And then finally, the last name of this promised Jesus, promised God with us, was Prince of Peace. And in John 14, verse 27, it says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. When we receive Jesus as our Lord and Saviour, the Holy Spirit comes and lives within us. And one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit is peace. And so God with us, Jesus with us, means that we can have peace, that peace is available to you and peace is available to me. And with everything that's going on in the world, from COVID to wars to natural disasters, it will be so easy for us to feel very unpeaceful and very overwhelmed. God doesn't promise promise to protect us from those things but he does promise to be with us in them and you have heard this morning a testimony from Donna and she shared about how she knew Jesus with her as she was on the operating or about to go for an operation she knew the peace of Jesus and just a couple of weeks ago somebody that I know had something big coming up at work And he'd been praying about it and thinking about it for a while. And in that moment, as he walked into that moment he'd been dreading, he felt God's peace with him. And he said, Jude, it could only be God. So this Christmas, as we wait for Christmas morning, let's remember that we have a wonderful counsellor, that we have a mighty God, that we have an everlasting father, and a prince of peace because of Jesus. And guess what? We don't have to wait 800 years for that, to receive this saviour. We can have a relationship with him today.